house tonight. The snow is tipping down, the weather's really shy. Could I point out that snow floats down, it doesn't tip down? <laughs> Shut up! Sorry. <laughs> we left the car behind, stranded. <laughs> In the snow upon our roof. A what? To Adams we must go. Through the snow we forged. Who wrote this? It doesn't clean <laughs> it. <laughs> the peace for me. My ears are bleeding. Your glasses are cracked. <laughs> Hit us on this very night. We trudged on through the snow, wondering which way to go. Snow. <laughs> the cockney broke through. I wonder where they are. Oh, there she is. Oh. Said Adam out of his window. window. What a sight he saw. Five snowmen stood there in the, the snow. snow. <laughs> that was truly, truly awful. <laughs> that was hard to do, actually. <laughs> Welcome, 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 dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in an online of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. I'm Asta Man. And Keith, to celebrate his 10th year on the podcast, mm-hmm. has decided, what's that, dear? Ah, to do this whole podcast in mime. Oh, yeah. Just a minute. Really brushed up on it. Yes, yes, I, I do feel the... um. Similarities between Nida and his and Hitler oh. were quite obvious, but we'll talk about that later. Karen, okay, Karen, More is this Himmler just an excuse for you to have double time on this podcast? <laughs> I'm translating. <laughs> this is just an excuse for you to have double time because his lordship is logied. He's snotty. He's miming. He says, "I yes, I am the real Keith." <laughs> In my- <laughs> anyway, without further ado. Bad singing besides. <laughs> it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news. Oh, yeah. Finally. Yes. Yeah. Doctor Who. New Doctor, new logo. Mm-hmm. Production on the new season of Doctor Who continues apace. New Doctor, new companions, new TARDIS interior and exterior, new production team, and now also a new logo. Rafaela Pereira, the Mm. BBC Worldwide Executive Creative Director, said of this... The Doctor Who logo and insignia are the quintessential signifier for a brand. Our aim is to create modern and elegant designs that were anchored in the things that we love most about Doctor Who. (laughs) Those things appear to be the colour orange and yellow, not unlike the RTD era, and energy bolts or maybe arrows. (laughs) They say it is meant to evoke a sense of wonder, joy and mystery. The insignia of which they speak is merely the word WHO, all caps, in a circle, 
using the same typeface and colours of the main logo. No doubt money well spent. In more important news, we now have confirmation that Murray Gold will not be returning as the composer for the new season. Gold has been the sole composer of TV Doctor Who music since it returned in 2005, but Chibnall will be looking for a replacement. Mm. There's no official word on who will be taking over, or even if it will be just one person again, or return to multiple composers as during most of Classic Who. Mm. Oh, interesting. I did what? prefer it that way. Yeah. What does everyone think of the new logo? I think it's perfectly Sorry. fine. I've, I've read a lovely, wonderfully... Ge- I found my straw. <laughs> <laughs> Genius, long-winded Twitter feed analysing every single line of it. Even down to yeah. the female gender. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, the that's H and simple. O of who at the end mm. with the dash across is meant to be actually a 10 signifying the return of David Tennant. I remember reading that. <laughs> yeah. I remember reading that. It's quite funny. It's quite, it was a funny thread. I don't know if... Because I've seen the little bit where it's used and I don't know if that's the actual openings... No, especially... Of it, especially being done. The monthly's using it now. On oh, the front cover? Yeah. Oh, really? Saw a, um, a picture of that on Twitter. I see lots on Twitter. You do. My do, mind gets it. confused as to what's real and what's not. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Just a minute. Keith was speaking. Oh. Shut up, Keith. <laughs> oh, harsh. He never shuts up, does he? So harsh, Gene. If I look at it just as a logo, I think it's really nice. <laughs> if I look at it as something I can embroider, etc., it's the only one you can't actually do that to. It's a bit of a bugger, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> This is the others flow, it, don't they? Yeah, and this, this is one's a bit very flat. staccato. Mm. I love it. I think it's really good. Yeah, it looks very it, different. I think it's going to be a bit like the Doctor. It's going to grow on me. Maybe quickly, maybe slow. I don't dislike it. I think mm. it's just a shock to the system. It is so different to the ones that have been in the past. And also it will depend on how it's utilised in the title sequence. I think that's it, because mm. I didn't like the little bit that it was shown with. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Because mm. it was like this TARDIS on on acid, basically, <laughs> shooting <laughs> everywhere. The best TARD I are. Sorry, Keith? Yeah, I suppose. Okay, <laughs> any more news? Batgirl news. Oh, yeah. Joss Whedon flies off. Oh, dear. Oh. In another blow to the ailing DC film franchise, geek legend Joss Whedon has quit as writer, director, and one of the producers of the upcoming Batgirl solo film. He's not overly keen on the project, is he? No. Whedon said of this... Batgirl is such an exciting project, and Warner's DC such collaborative and supportive partners that it took me months to realise I really didn't have a story. Oops. <laughs> I'm from? grateful to Jeff and Toby and everyone who was so welcoming when I arrived, and so understanding when I, er, uh, is there a sexier word for failed? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, reading between the lines, he did have a story and they didn't like it, yeah. and he quit. Yeah. The project will continue but without Whedon helming Batgirl. Ooh. As of yet there's no release date which is probably for the best. Ooh, <laughs> <story>. <laughs> yeah it's a weird one. I can't believe some of Joss Whedon's imagination like and capabilities yeah. couldn't come mm. up with a decent story. Yeah, exactly. I'm wondering if the story he came up with is a good story but the production team are looking it through the Yeah they always create say, crap films don't they? Well, no, <laughs> not only that, but they're looking through the, the the eyes at the moment of everything in Hollywood around the sexism and that and sitting there thinking that maybe the story he had didn't fall into what they think as it's a good film but they thought hang on no that's a bit too much making her too girly and she's got to be Come on, Josh Whedon. Yeah, I was going to say Joss Whedon wrote some of the strongest female characters 
ever seen I on know. TV. Yeah. I know. I, lo- I love yeah. his writing, but that's what I'm just wondering if they're overanalyzing what they've yeah. been given. Yeah. I'd, have th- I'd have agreed with you if, if it was like a Batman film, but as it's mm. Batgirl, well, the fact that she's Batgirl is annoying yeah. as hell. Yeah. <laughs> well, same as Supergirl. Exactly. But there we go. Yeah. But she was just annoying in general. She's good in the TV series. She's mid-twenties, maybe. Even, maybe even a bit older. Definitely not girl. But, uh, anyway. The Culture. Oh, Dead. yeah. <laughs> Amazon to make Ian M. Banks TV series. Ooh. Yeah, good. Mm. Amazon Studios is in the process of developing a TV series for their streaming service based on the Ian M. Banks novel Consider Fleabus, the first of his culture novels. Dennis Kelly is heading up this adaptation and says of it... Ian Banks has long been a hero of mine, and his innate warmth, humour and humanism shines through these novels. Far from being the dystopian nightmares that we're used to, Banks creates a kind of flawed paradise, a society worth fighting for, rather than a warning from the future. His books are a beckoning... Ian Banks died back in 2013, though his estate is involved in this new series. Has anyone read these Ian Banks novels? I've heard he of most of them, yes. yes. Are they any good? They're I, really I, good. I, I really like them. I definitely, definitely recommend them. I mean, the culture is, what would you say, it's an amalgamation of all, uh, different types of alien races. Yeah, it's utopian future. Mm, that's it, yeah. Where the AIs control everything, but they're, very, they're benefactors, basically. They're yeah, 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 yeah. Great sense of humour to them, the... The AIs are really quirky and funny and, yeah, it's good stuff. It's all about living on the edge of a utopian civilization. How mm. how do you do the dirty trick stuff in that sort of environment? Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully they do stuff. it justice. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I hope so, yeah. Peter Miles. Dead. Dead. Aww. Peter Miles' portrayal of Doctor Who's second most famous Carlid Nida oh, has been Nida. exterminated by death at the age of 89. <laughs> A good innings. A good innings, yeah. Besides playing Davros' second-in-command Nida in 1975 Genesis of the Daleks, he also appeared in two Pertwee stories, the 1970s Doctor Who and the Silurians, and the 1974 Invasion of the Dinosaurs. And anyone listening who's only watched New Who, yes, stories actually went Doctor Who and the... Only that one. (laughs) (laughs) Only that one, they screwed up the caption. (laughs) Miles reprised his most famous role of Nida in the Big Finish audio play Guilt and stage play The Trial of Davros. As a jobbing actor back in the day, other credits of his include Dixon of Doc Green, Colditz, Moonbase 3, Survivors, Poldark, Zed Klaas, Bergerac and Blake's Seven. Mm. Yeah. My, my favourite memory of Peter Miles's was mm-hmm. at a convention sometime in the 90s. He did, a lot. he did a lot of them. And he got a standing ovation as he was int- as he was brought to the stage. It was okay. just a particularly enthusiastic crowd. Okay. And he just stood and smiled. And he looked so absolutely befuddled that everyone was <laughs> clapping for him like that. It was just so sweet. <laughs> and then he did his NIDA impression yeah. and was evil again. <laughs> he was one of the first actors to go back with Big Finish, wasn't he, when ah. they first started? I think he did, like, the third one. He did quite a few Big Colin Finish, Bacon, I think. One, and he yeah. did the BBVs, didn't he? Yeah, and he did... The uh, Stranger. Stranger. Also, he, that Pertwee, Barry Letts, uh, Radio 4. Oh, one of those two uh, audio right, plays. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He's actually quite a nice guy. I had pleasure meeting him at a yeah. few conventions and green rooming. Mm. I don't think I ever met him. Oh. <laughs> no, any addendums? Janet Fielding's got a black eye. Oh, yes. Oh, dear. No. Did, did Pete Davidson finally <laughs> no, have enough of being no, at a convention? No. <laughs> it, it's been a bit nippy here. Yep. And um, she, was, she was out yeah. and about and went 
basically arse over tit on the ice and has a wonderful shine that is it's 1980s-esque in oh, its no. oh, bigness and <laughs> redness and yellowness and blackness and greenness and blueness. So does she need a bit of steak to put over it then? No, she's got some funky sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so she won't be auditioning for skating on dancing on ice then yeah. next season. In her defence, she wasn't wearing ice skates. Oh, maybe she'd be better then. <laughs> So we hope she heals up quite yeah. quite quickly. She isn't in the middle of a production or anything, no. is she? <laughs> I thought she'd have to wear a lot of makeup. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's an absolute doozy. Oh, oh. Mm. At least she's sharing it with us. Other <laughs> other news. Yep. Um, Capitol 3 will be at Crawley next month. I still haven't got my ticket. I still haven't got my ticket. Haven't you? No, I meant to, and I forgot to buy one yet. Oh dear! It's earlier then because it's yeah, usually yeah. May, isn't it? It's Is it May? the last week in April, weekend right. in April. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, it's at the Aurora Hotel in Crawley, and Joe Grant is going to be reunited with her husband. Ooh! <laughs> I can't remember the guy. Is it Stuart Bevan? Sounds right. Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. He he's been confirmed as a guest. Oh, We've also okay. got Colin Baker and Nicola Bryant. Well, Nicholas who? Nicholas N- Bryant. Nicholas Bryant. That's <laughs> <laughs> exchange. And if there are any tickets left, I do recommend giving it a go because it was an awful lot of fun the first two years. Hmm. Yeah. And Doctor this time as well. Yeah. Mm. We had a Doctor last time. Okay, it was Rory Bremner impersonating Paul. <laughs> Rory Bremner? John Coleshaw. John, John Coleshaw impersonating Rory Bremner. Impersonating. Other Doctor news here. The special edition of the enemy of the world doctor dvd has been delayed hmm. oh till the 26th of march now okay and that's not too bad not too bad yeah it's so only what, why is it a special edition then? well they, they released a bare bones version a couple of years ago was it now yeah, that's right. and yeah. they, they've said that the remastering techniques have been in progress so they're going to remaster it again again right um, it looks pretty good it did look really it good, pretty good it? but they're going to do some actual special features this time yeah, yeah. they got commentary isn't they and they've got so a documentary about the finding okay that'll be interesting so with Philip Morris more, doing that it's going to be yeah. more the extras then is it yeah definitely okay. it's always about the extras <laughs> so yeah <laughs> double dipping as ever <laughs> there you go <laughs> more addendums yeah that's it unless mm. Keith has got something he says he hasn't wow that's our first that mm. is <laughs> you sure just, just, just a minute no sorry role playing game no we don't understand no. you sorry <laughs> no he's got nothing okay <laughs> I said you the news yeah. oh, oh, oh. dear listeners we've been watching Netflix we haven't have. we yes we have Imp- tell them what we've been watching we've been watching Dirk Gently the Rowdy Three <laughs> Bart. Sorry. <laughs> Dirt Jenny's Holistic Detective Agency season two. Season two. Yes. And unfortunately, the final season. Yeah. Probably. Hopefully not. They are Ooh. trying to, to save it somehow. Oh, good. Because mm. the story definitely ended on a cliffhanger, but I'm sure we'll come to that. Not that you know, Fuller. No, I yeah. haven't watched the last yeah, episode. It had a bit of a oh. happy ending to it. Yeah. See, we could just make any old ending mm, up. And yeah. Yeah. In fact, do make any old ending <laughs> up. <laughs> well, the first season of Dirk Gently was weird. Was daft. Yes. And yeah. this one takes weird and daft. And turns it up to 11. Yeah, mm-hmm. mixes them mm-hmm. all up. And makes shakes it them around. Fantasy. And it, uh, uh, yeah, 
castles and yeah. knights yeah. with scissors mm, and things. Yes, John's scissors. The scissors yes. were great. There mm. was an element of fratchetness about yeah, some very of it. Much I always so. thought Monty Python. Oh, okay. It was yeah. sort of a combination, wasn't mm. it, really? Yeah, it was I mean, like, especially the knights. It always reminded me of the knights of Nietzsche. Oh, the ones with the castles on <laughs> yes. their heads. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, they look like those buckets you used to get at the seaside. Oh, they yeah, do, yeah. The, the, the Sandcastles. Crenellations mm. on the bottom. With a bit of Stranger Things thrown in. Yeah, it does feel like after last season, they started off with the time travel story. Yeah. Immediately weird in its own way. And this time they started with weird and thought, how can we make weird work? Mm. Yeah. So it went from the other direction, I think. Yeah. The, the sense I got from it. Because right from the opening of episode one, you're, you're in that weird fantasy land with a, a mm. comical moon with a smiley face. Oh, that was a yeah. wonderful that moon. That yeah. freaked the best me out. Moon. It really did. Yeah. Was it People wet? with pink hair. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Panto. I did wonder if it was actually dirt gently from <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was the uh, well, alternate dimension of, what was it, uh, when, Wendover? Wendemore? Yeah. Wendemore. Wendemore. They also had a sort of extraterrestrial bit, didn't they, with a kid falling to Earth? Yeah. And which the, is how um, it all started. That was well, the... There was a car that uh, fell the to boats, Earth. Yeah. Uh, mm. no, the boat That's appeared. Yeah, the boat, yeah. yeah. The, the kid fell to Earth. Mm-hmm. And we are set in the wonderfully named town of Bergsburg. <laughs> yeah. Every time Bergsburg. the road sign appeared, Scott started giggling. Bergsburg. <laughs> <laughs> we had, we had the, like Stranger Things, we had another great copper, didn't we? It was a, oh, and it's exactly oh, Sherlock. Sherlock yeah. Holmes. Yeah. He's completely barking mad, uh, a deputy. And his sort of um, junky sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. She was rather Tina, spaced out. Yeah. Deputy Tina Tevetiono or mm, something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who came up with that memorable line, I want to, insert beep here, everyone here. Oh, yes. The, yes. Oh, yes, the, the yes. orgy spell. The love potion. <laughs> yes, there are magic wands in this season, yes. aren't there? There's a lot. magic wand that looks like it was made by a five-year-old yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it kind was. of was. Or a cheap you know, Chinese import or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 But I don't remember much gore in the previous season, and this time they really yeah. went for it with bullets in the head, especially mm. with... The woman with the uh, the magic wand. Mm. Oh, yeah. The mother. Yeah. At one point, she's Susie. riddled. Yeah, Susie. Nice. She's got glass sticking out of her. Oh, she's falling right, out yeah. a window. She mm. gets a bullet to the head and then just sort of mm. magics it out. <laughs> I also I... like the fact that she has a really, really arsy son with an arsy name. <laughs> What's his oh, name? I forget. It was it's Scott, name. wasn't it? Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. They're all arsy. Yeah. Yeah. Typical teenager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I enjoyed this season much more than the first. I did like oh, really? the fact that there was reprises of the cat characters, like mm. the the dog. Well, the woman that's <laughs> whose whole aim in life is killing everyone, but she doesn't but, really want to kill anyone but, at yeah. this yeah. time. And, and no locks obey her. Uh, no, all locks obey her, her, don't they? Yeah. 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 Wasn't that wonderful when she was in prison and she's completely not got the idea of what prison's meant to be yeah. about and kept going out to get some donuts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and there was the Rowdy Three. All four yeah. of them. Mm, all four uh, of them. Five, yeah. five now. Five, that's right, yeah. And the traitorous guy working for... I've completely forgot who they are now. What's the the main oh, lot? working the for... The bad uh, people. No, was it Black... Uh, Blackwing. Blackwing. Blackwing, yeah. Blackwing sounds right. The, the taxi driver was it guy. Darkwing? Yeah. No, it's Blackwing. Duckwing? Duckwing. Yeah, definitely Blackwing. I can't remember the name of the, the cab driver, the black guy with the dog. Ken. Oh, yeah, Ken. 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 Traitorous Ken. He's got a beard. Possible spoilers yeah. here, but mm. Ken's a wanker. He is a wanker. And a very unconvincing beard. But there we go. To the fact that the killer lady at the end says, the universe is telling me I really should kill you right now. I know. I was worried she was going to. 
too. That would have been so sad. They were so good in Series 1, weren't they? Such a strong team. Yeah. Well, she spent half of this season looking for him. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't actually sort of get around to killing him, though. No. No. But there again, I mean, there was that scene where she she was surrounded by all the knights from the knee. She'd been on a spree, hadn't she? Oh, good grief. (laughs) Yeah, she was just sitting on top of this massive pile of bodies. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they came came out with the scissors and she just stand. Everyone else Mm. fled. She's there on her own and she just picks up a chainsaw. That's it. Yeah. 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 You don't, like you don't need to show what's going <laughs> to no. happen, you know. No. <laughs> I love the scissor weapons. Mm. Yeah, they're like swords. Swords, they? swords yeah. 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 <laughs> I think the reason I want I enjoyed this better than the first season is maybe because I'd engaged with the characters by now, whereas the first season I found difficult to get into characters. Mm. But I wanted to find out what was happening next. I wanted to see the culmination of this, who the kid was. The first one, yeah. if I'd stopped halfway through, I wouldn't have worried about it. But yeah. this one, I actually wanted yes. to see the culmination of the story, who the wizard was, although we never find out who he was. I can't remember the actor's name. John Hannah. John Hannah, who I love. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> you notice, of- John Hannah, the villain... English. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is really creepy, though. He'll be in the room with people, mm. literally breathing on them, and oh, they won't even yeah. know he's there. I mean, when I found out who the boy was, I did a very good impression of a gibbon. I was going, oh, 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 like that. <laughs> it of course, we kind, we kind of skimmed over the fact that Wendymore, this fantasy land which is breaking into reality, everyone is looking for the boy, mm, who's yes. the only one who can make all things well in Wendymore. Yeah. <laughs> and we spend the whole season trying to work out who he is and where he is. Mm. And as you didn't see the last episode, who do you think he was? Oh, uh, oh, God, I can't remember now. Um, oh, was it the uh, the the old guy in the bed that yes. had woke? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the, the guy in the coma. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it had some nice twists in it, and this one, I think, more than the other one was a coming together of strands. They are were all individual bits and they really did pull together in that last one or two stories. Mm. You could kind of see that they were starting to get interconnected, but it really wasn't until those last two or three that everything seemed to come together. Mm. I did like Dirk Gently, though, as the boyfriend. (laughs) I'm always confused about pararebulitis. Todd pretended to have it and got all the sympathy. Then his his Mm. sister did get it. And then she was cured. Mm. Kind of. And he suddenly got it. Is it actually a thing not in real no. life no well, no no i've looked it up <laughs> okay yeah i did too i wasn't sure <laughs> back season one it was yeah. well it, it seems to be that it isn't it isn't a disease it's more like a magical power because yeah, she you know, she had it and that's how she found out how to do her hallucinations yeah. and then working through the pool and he Pretended to get it, but for him, it was causing fear hallucinations rather than any other kind of hallucinations. There again, she, was, all... t- yeah, she was telling me how to harness the power of his uh, sort of seizures. So. Yeah. Mm. And after seeing series mm-hmm. two, I think, yeah, I'm leaning towards magic with that then, because I wouldn't have well, got that mm-hmm. from series one. I don't, not magic so much as whatever the powers all these people have no. yeah. in Blackwing. Yeah. It's another one of those. Oh, because, of course, we got, into we're introduced to several other people in Blackwing, several of the other subjects. Yeah, yeah. the old shape Is it Mona? She was amazing. She could mm. be a squeezy toy, a tiny little mouse, mm. or a fully loaded breech cannon from yeah. the uh, American <laughs> Civil War. Control <laughs> car one point. Was it, there, was a, there was a lovely line, wasn't it, where she's sitting there. If I wanted to kill you all now, I'll just turn into a very, very big jet. 
actually, it's like giving that power to a toddler. Oh, she just seemed yeah. to have no moral code. I oh. say every time that the squeezy toy got mm. squeezed, I almost saw Capaldi flinch from Doctor Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> and we had Wash. Oh, yeah. I didn't see the point of him. Oh, I really didn't Who see Wash from Firefly. He was the baddie. Oh, yeah. Who was sent mm. to track them all down? Yeah. With oh, his... he was just supposed to create havoc in Wendemore yeah. so that it, the wizard's lot could overtake. Take for over. me, his his scenes just didn't seem to add anything. I have to say, I agree with that. I was really disappointed whenever yeah. he showed up. Initial, he was scary initially, and yeah. then I was just bored. And it was exactly every time he well, showed up. The plot it stopped slowed down. everything, yeah. I suppose yeah. until his the been... final scenes where we saw his face being sort of stapled back together. And that was yeah. Really... <laughs> he was meant to be a competent bad guy, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. the uh, threat. The guy who'd taken over Blackwing, yeah. <laughs> clearly from last season, I was completely incompetent. Oh, yeah, because he was incompetent through most of series one. Then, yeah. Then right at the end, you went, ooh, when it all. Because he killed his boss, didn't he? Yeah. 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 And then you thought, oh, he's going to be badass. But a couple of episodes in, you're like, no, he he's well, an idiot. Well, over his head, and he ended up letting Ken take over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think also Wash seemed to have gone slightly insane. Yeah. Well, yeah. But Meant to be dangerous for me. But yeah. I, I don't know about yeah. dangerous. I just think gone insane. Yeah. <laughs> He'd lost all grip on reality. Mm, yeah, more or less, yeah. But I, I quite enjoyed this one. As you say, it finished you with the possibility to go on to another season. Yeah. Mm. You did... really have to, to get the story completely finished. Yeah. I really liked the funhouse scene when Dirk got trapped in the, oh, the Christmas funhouse yes. and the oh, bright with lights. The, uh, giant, yeah, one eye purple, yeah, purple people eater. And the <laughs> telephone cord. That said, I love the purple people eater. Uh, so yeah. I'm watching that going, no! <laughs> but that was the longest telephone cord in the world. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't quite make out the song because it's all slow. I couldn't. Oh, I've got yeah. it as soon uh, as one, it played. Was it a one-horned, one-eyed, purple people blind purple people? No, no. no flying purple flying people eater. <laughs> I'm a one-horned, one-eyed, flying purple people eater. One-horned, one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Keith. the purple people eater. I think so, no, no. It was a 60s song, wasn't yeah. it? I think it was using some advertising or something. Yeah. You get badges and everything. Yeah. It was a bit like Humphrey as well yeah. from uh. Milk Havertz in that you never actually saw the Purple People Eater. <laughs> <laughs> you saw bits of the Purple People Eater. You got the description, but you never... And See, I quite the, like that. With this, they never actually... You never no, saw the shadow. whole thing. See, mm. the um, people who invented the flying Purple People Eater knew more than the people who created Terminus. Less is more. Yeah. Don't show the gum. Oh, through the gum. <laughs> but no, we're worth we're worth watching. I did yeah. mine on the mass on Sunday mm. while I was sewing a pair of trousers. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I will listen. That's, I will watch the last episode because I need to find out if Scott remains a toad and oh, if the husband a remains That's a zombie. Right. Yeah, no. with mm. little pin tacks all in his face. That's it, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed this season. All right, they're going for the weird facts, but as I say, it's completely mad. Cat. It's a it really break from was. reality, yeah. isn't it? I, break, yeah. I agree with Gene. I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed the first series, but this was something special. Even okay. with the mystery cheese? The mystery cheese, nothing shall be said about the mystery cheese. <laughs> nothing. Dear listeners, the mystery cheese has nothing directly to do with Dirk Gently's holistic detective agency. <laughs> <But> every- <laughs> Scott tried mm. to kill me. <laughs> but everything to do with eating it while watching it. Oh. It was her Achilles heel. It was, it was a block of cheese. Mm. Believe me, it wasn't my heel that was affected. <laughs> <laughs> I also think Elijah Wood's turning into a very good actor. He is. 
He's very short. I mean, I liked him. He's a Hobbit. The Hobbit. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah, it, that was the kind of first thing I've seen him as a grown-up acting. The um, age thing got me, though, because they're meant to be brother and sister quite close in age. She mm. doesn't look to be more than a, in her 20s. Yeah. And he's well into his 40s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She's I know he looks better. younger. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the gun, the sonic gun. The oh, sonic yeah. gun, oh, the yeah. gun, yeah. It wasn't a fart gun, it was a sonic <laughs> gun. It looked like a fart gun. It did look like a fart gun. I like the, uh, the wands shooting uh, dangerous Shapes oh, at people oh, yeah. in neon. Yeah. Poor old shapes. got knocked down by a triangle. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it was a little bit too weird. I preferred season Aww. one. Mm. It's good. I preferred the science fiction of season one to the, yeah. the fantasy season two. I, so. I think series one had more of an impact on me than two. Hmm. Maybe, yeah, maybe I would lean to one. I don't know. It was a completely different season. It was. Very it? Different. It was just, oh, yeah, you yeah. can't really yeah. compare yeah, for them. Completely different you know, reasons, I should say. You know, the first season was, you know, there's definitely a science fiction element. And mm. I'd say, so well, this one's you know, predominantly uh, fantasy. Yeah. But hopefully they'll do more. I don't know yes. if they're about to pull it off. Maybe Netflix should start a petition, mm. or we start a petition <laughs> to Netflix. Please renew Dirk Gently. We'd like to know what you thought of Dirk Gently. Keith would especially like to know. He's miming. He is. He looks very he eager to hear. He's shut up with the whole thing. I know. Slightly obscene miming. Yeah, his I? hands. <laughs> and other bits. You mm. can contact us by writing to show... At... Staggering. Dot... Net. Thank you, Keith. I'm not sure mine really works for that, but OK, never mind. <laughs> we got cake. Cake. Oh, because Jean is, ha- has had a birthday. Mm. Ancient. I wrote a song for her. <laughs> it goes... Happy <laughs> birthday to... No, no, no. Oh. It goes... You're... Really, really, really old, really old, really old, really, really, really old, really, really old. Second verse, same as the first. You're. Can you say the lyrics one more time, please? You're really, really, really old, really old, really old, really, really, really old, really, really old. I felt like it at points over this weekend. And what? I felt like it at points over this weekend. Points felt like it. Are we going to have cake then? Yeah, let's have cake. Aye, cake. Cake sounds good. What What are the options? Victoria sponge or chocolate or chocolate? I think I'm going to go for Victoria sponge as well. Right, chaps. Ooh. We've been listening to some big finish, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, a big old Yes. Yeah. We've been listening to units. Something. Assembled. 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 Mm. I'll say that again, shall I? So do it more American Marvel. <laughs> I'm not doing it with an American accent. <laughs> We've been listening to Unit Assembled. Chap with the wings. Five, Five rounds, rounds rapid. rapid. And it's got everyone in it. Yes. It's got Benton and Yates. Mike Yates and Joe Grant and Kate and Osgood. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even a few mentions to the Brigadier. Oh, of course. There was a lovely yeah. scene in the first episode where they raised a glass mm-hmm. to him. Yes. Yeah. I had absolutely yep. no idea what these were about, so I'm sitting Snap. there going, that's Benton's voice. Sure, that's Benton. <laughs> oh, that must have been a nice surprise It was for you. a lovely yeah. surprise, because I did not know it was the original unit team, so mm. I thoroughly oh, enjoyed it. <laughs> and we, we start off in the wilds of somewhere, Shire, yep. where Benton fun. is running a pub. 
And he sounds like he's breaking in a new pair of false teeth. Well, he's he's an older he, lad now. No, he's he's speaking like this. Yeah, he's been he's been having one or two to celebrate close <laughs> to the pants off. I didn't pick up on it, but it, no, it, no, he sounded fine. Yeah. I was really worried actually like about new new pair of gnashers. I've seen John Levine a lot, and I was waiting for for like the the shroud of realness to just drop. Oh. But actually, <laughs> it did he did really well? I thought he did did a thoroughly oh, good job. He really and came across as Benton pension. married in this. Yeah, I yes, thought yes. yeah, his wife wasn't yeah. there though, was she? No, Marge. She would have been killed. She would have been. Yeah. In, like did, most of the cast in the well, first yeah. 20 minutes. Oh, and yeah. Yates turns up and there's a lovely scene where Osgood and Kate turn up and Osgood says, is that Mike Yates being threatened by it with a bar stall? <laughs> Benton, during the bar fight, during this bar fight, does deliver the line, Terry, mind the whiskey. <laughs> I like the fact that do. they also mention the second-hand car dealing. Yes. yes. And, yeah. and then all of a sudden you hear that familiar hoot from the horn. Oh, as Bessie. soon as I heard the hoot, Bessie. I knew it was Bessie. So someone... Tell people what this episode was about. Okay, Silurian. so this one is Call to Arms by Matt Fitton, and it's got the Silurians. It's a four-part Silurian story. It is the entire box set. So the Silurians are trying to take back the Earth. Benton, As they do. Benton and Yates have retired at this point. Yes. Yep. Benton was selling up his pub to then go round the world with his missus, and Yates shoes. turned mm-hmm. up to sort of like wish him luck. And quite coincidentally, yeah. Osgood and Kate turn up. Well, they, they yeah. were on a mission. On the run mm. from Silurians. Yeah. Mm. Ka- doesn't Kate know about the pub because it's, yeah. it's Benton? Yeah. And maybe yeah, yeah, her father had mentioned it. She knows it's an escape point if yeah. they need one. Because yeah. what does he say when he opens the door? Is it little Katie? Oh, <laughs> that's really nice. Did you notice the Easter egg when Easter they egg. were? Um, there was a lot of were, Easter There were a lot of this. Easter eggs, obviously, but the one that I went ooh on the bus for no readily apparent reason when they were listing um, the the bad Silurian. What was his name? Jethrex or something, something yeah. like that. Yeah, mm. um, he was listing fellow Silurians that he essentially saw as lily-livered liberals, mm-hmm. and he said the ones from, from the Silurians. The Deep. Was it no, worth- he said Tarpok. Mm. Oh, okay. It was one of the ones from Warriors of the Deep, Blimey. which, yeah. of course, would be in the future. Ah. So he may be a lily liberal at the moment, but no. his opinions clearly change. One thing yeah. that puzzled me was when they were having the hunt... Mm. Why were they all sort of, you know, sort of howling and? You know, I did wonder like why they were yeah. howling. Like, well, well, it was yeah. it was the um. If you heard, he said they had a human captive Anne before they yeah. killed her, and they got the howling going to trigger a fear reaction. Mm. Because bad guy said to her, doesn't that make you frightened? Hasn't, doesn't that put the hairs on your neck on end? Yeah, so it's their way of hunting run. humans by oh, making right. them yeah. scared. So the first one sets us up for the fact that there's this commander, Jastrock, Jastrock who's yes. basically not a good silo. No, he's yeah. a bad person. <laughs> Who wants to claim back the earth from the apes. He's the worst of them, isn't he? And he's got this wonderful right-hand lady, Kalana, mm. who mm. I'm sitting again. I'm sure that's Madame Vastra. Of course, it's Neve. But she's getting to do her villainous There's lots of talk of eating humans in this Oh, yes. More than before. I know they they mentioned it. There was a Silurian one called Blood Tide with Collie Baker and Mm. Maggie Stables, wasn't Mm, there? And I know they mentioned that Mm. they eat. Because don't don't they actually eat Anne in this? 
because she gives yeah. there's this chomping yes. and she gives this God mm. Almighty scream and that's that's the last you that's, see of yeah. Her. There's a well, couple of instances. Her. I mean, of that. a few times in the especially in the sort of the third and the fourth episodes, um, there are allusions towards um, they used to sort of, you know, Silurians used to hunt sort of primitive humans mm. you know, sort of back yeah. in the day. I'm not sure the timing works out, but no. <laughs> no. Then, anyway. So the first one set us up for the Silurians coming back to take over yep, and featured one. Benton and Yates. And then the second one was called Tidal Wave. Yes. Yep. And it starts off in Mexico with some loony being chained to a fence or something, protesting yeah. about the <laughs> animals <laughs> being... Would that be Joe Jones by any chance? And also, the sea devil sea suddenly devils. turned yeah. up. Yeah, which I was not episode. expecting. Is, is that the first time Big Finish has the Sea Devils? Is this uh, Warriors of the Deep, maybe. but on Earth? You know, it's above it's the no sea. nothing like Warriors of the Deep. <laughs> it's much much better. <laughs> was there mentions of Murkers or Sea I was not saying no, the no, no. not. I was waiting for that. You know, <laughs> they, they had hybrids, didn't they? Of they did dinosaur species. May I just go off at a tangent? Mm. The Oscars, Shape of Water, won Best Film. Oh, yep. Right. Um, I can't remember who it was has put it up on Twitter has put up um, haven't seen Shape of Water but the picture looks really promising and it's the Merca and Janet Fielding <laughs> oh, <dear>. oh. <laughs> so back to time anyway yes yeah, so yeah. there's lots of Joe Grant isn't there there's lots of Joe around. Grant and there's lots of Osgood basically gushing yeah. <laughs> Joe Grant I love yeah. Osgood <laughs> yeah she's <laughs> wonderful she is very good Yeah, and this one's Predominantly set on a submersible with Joe meeting some of the sea devils and getting some of the key information. Mm. That's yeah. right, and yep. it, she's sort of she's sort of playing the role of the third Doctor, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's trying to be the mediator. Yeah. And she's warning them to I go would, back into hibernation. I would say pac- she's almost a pacifist, but not in a negative, not in a way. way. In mm. in the way of sort of like, come on, there's got to be another way of doing this. Yeah, she's very pert. Isn't and she, she succeeds. Yeah, and that's it. Well, yeah. we don't know and yet because we're only we on do, the second yeah, we box. We do see in this story. episode that um, she was well, she succeeds with the sea devils. Yeah. yeah, the sea devils they weren't an antagonist as such. I mean, mm. no, they were much more peaceful mm. oh, than yeah. the Silurians mm-hmm. were in this monk set. And they're both kind of like the same era. It's just one's land and one's sea based, isn't it? Yeah. Then we went on to the third one, retrieval. And there always has to be a filler story. <laughs> <laughs> this is unfair, is but this yeah. the one where Kate and Osgood are lost and so they're Osgood, just waiting for people to turn up? Yeah, Osgood gets the fear. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. in Doctor Who and the Silurians, they were drawing cave monsters, weren't they? Yeah. This is where they're lost in the uh, research base. You know. mm-hmm. Kate is venomized or whatever the term Venomized, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get the impression from these stories? I mean, the Silurians. Are they the sort of classic series type, or are they the new ones? They're the new ones. They are, they? yeah. They're definitely a newer take, aren't they? But they're yeah. uh, they're they more of a human. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're more of a, a newer take than the newer ones, as it were. Yeah. they're gradually getting worse, aren't they? <laughs> I'm sure they do make reference to other subspecies. So. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 in the cave, doesn't Kate, she managed to upload some stuff to a cloud and there's a mm. whole list of the species and mm. subspecies. Mm, yeah, subspecies of yeah. Silurians. Of Silurians. 
Did anyone actually get annoyed with the, the word Silurian? Because now that we've been yeah. led to believe that it's wrong and then they kept dropping it and even the, the well, Silurians were using Silurian at one for point. For themselves. In fact, I, throughout the entire box set, I was wondering, how do they communicate? Yeah. <laughs> Why are these Silurians just been woken up or these sea devils just been woken up speak English? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and there's one point in this episode three, I think, where there's this great chasm and there's a keypad on the oh, wall. That's, that's right, yeah. yeah. And it's just and Arabic just, numbers or yeah, something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Why are you giving us Arabic numbers? Yeah. But then, basically, because we've been travelling with the Doctor, we've obviously just inherited part of the translation mechanism. I know. All the the others will have travelled with the Doctor as well, so perhaps, you know. I mean, a quick question. I mean, they use the term reptilia sapiens in it quite a bit. Yeah, which they get right, finally, because even Chibnall, when he brought it back in Matt Smith's era, screwed up the name. Was that Homo reptilius or something? Yeah, which is a hominid. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So even when... Yeah, they got exactly, the chance to correct yeah. it. They screw it up again. But Is here it a blanket got it term for both Silurians and the Sea Devils? Yeah, they they both come under the same umbrella. I mean, yeah. they're both reptilian. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, I so one's more, you know, one's more adapted for aquatic life than the, yeah. And then the last disc is called United. Mm, yes. Which and brings everybody together, finally. Ba- yeah, basically everyone in one room. And at one point, do I remember correctly that they had to, they called in Joe, Mike, and Benton mm-hmm. to, to run Unit or the but World they are or the something? the last protectors mm, yeah. of yeah. Yeah. Britain. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and yep. I think, was it this one where Joe does that thing where she just sort of runs out when they say no don't mess around joe don't get involved and then mm. she's going out and crossing territory <laughs> and just teleports away yeah the impression tech. i got from the creatures the hybrids obviously they are rather on the large side mm. i mean so yeah. i mean that that just led me to think of the uh scarrison that's mm. what i thought of mm. the hi- the um, mm. silurians let loose a load of hybrids including mm. pterodactyls yeah. the yeah, flying yeah, ones yeah. And Arm- they've got ones, yeah. they've got these sea monsters, and I just kept thinking, Merca, Merca, paddling from from um, Terror of the Zygons. Yeah. Oh, not the Merca. No, they said sea monsters, not pull pantomime horses. Yeah. <laughs> Sinking under its own weight. But yeah. they, they basically wanted to cut Britain off mm, so that it'd be their it, first yeah. hunting ground yeah. to show yeah. the uh, apes the that they run. Yeah. Nice visual imagery of London mm. with uh, the Silurians taking over Parliament. Yeah. I love the description of Westminster, of um, the Palace of Westminster, where he goes in and says, as one is, would expect, wood and what is it, bovine hide everywhere. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, yeah, leather. Leather. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some lovely nods in the last one. You had uh, Winifred Bambera. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, she was name checked. Yeah. Still active, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Off in Peru, wasn't she, or somewhere, That's I think? It. Yeah. Yeah, that old Brigadier stomping yeah. ground. Was, wasn't there a five round rapid at something yeah, at was. one point? Wasn't there a ten round rapid at one point? Oh, I don't know. Certainly, Benton or Yates, one of the two, did yeah. say five rounds rapid. And wasn't one of the. I, I, I'll kind of half remember because I had to kept pausing at a point to take phone calls. How people dare people phone me at work. Mm-hmm. But wasn't one of the frigates or boats called Thunderchild? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they're, which they're I thought called... was a very nice little War of the throwbacks World. to yeah. War of the World. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were numbered as Thunderchild Five. I think went mm. down. They they did them in a way that I quite like. When if you don't know the background, so if you're a new Who fan who knows nothing about the old or original Who's history. Mm. 
wouldn't mean a thing to you. Bambera wouldn't mean a thing yeah. to you. But if you do know them, yeah. they're a nice touch without actually spoiling the flow of the story. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think like the... Because the, this is box set four, isn't it? It's yeah. a series mm. four. And they all have just flown by. Every time I start one, I need to listen to the next disc. Mm. And I think it's the only series that sort of keeps me coming back all the time. Oh, good. The next one is already out and... Uh... I've yeah. got it. I haven't heard it yet. I've listened to five as well. I you have all five. Like I'm, I'm ten minutes yet. short of the end of the first of four. Ah, they'll die horribly. Yeah, that's what I expected. <laughs> no, there were some nice little bits where Joe sort of like looks at Osgood and like, you know, is she is she all right? And then realise she's treating Osgood like everyone treated her yeah. as the ditzy, yeah, ditzy one kind of style, which, which yeah. I thought was quite nice. Yeah. A bit weird, given that Osgood is clearly really smart yeah yeah, yeah. And joe wasn't generally <laughs> smart. i love the way osgood got so um chuffed at being compared to the doctor yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. there's yeah. one thing i noticed about this box sets even though the doctor is hinted at quite a few times mm-hmm. he does not appear in it no no, no as i say it's strictly, it's strictly really. units yeah. although yeah. there was a lovely little teaser in the last episode where um osgood's phone goes off oh that's and it's right the TARDIS and, yeah. and it's like joe and everyone well that's what she had in the uh, day of the doctor yeah. yeah but they obviously don't know that was a nice little <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good to hear them all together. Mm. Yeah, and I, it's, I suppose it's their equivalent of like the the five doctors, isn't it? it really, is, yeah, yeah. bring them all together. I'm not sure that it's something they should do too regularly. No, no. I don't want to but, detract too much from yeah. uh, the new unit cast. But. It is a shame. Obviously, we've lost a lot of the actors over the past few years, and you think mm. it's nice that they got them all in together. Yeah, obviously, to no, record Nick before it's too late. Yeah, and I don't because th- they did a unit. Um, series a long time ago when they first started, didn't they? Yeah. Big finish, yeah. And that didn't have any of the regulars, I don't think. Mm, I think so. It no. was completely different, and I think it was their own sort of unit that they made up. Yeah, unit mm. next generation. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it was nice to hear John Levine again. Mm. It was. I think he did really well. And at least he didn't say "Let Zygons be Zygons." <laughs> <laughs> that first disc, John Levine. Uh, sorry, John Benton. Sounds like John Levine to me. Yeah. It is if they'd written John Benton to be John Levine, as we know him mm. from the to, convention yeah. circuit. And maybe yeah. that's why the, he's pulled it off quite well. Yeah, although in the final part, he's much more Benton, Benton of old. Yeah. Yes. Which is quite interesting how much he changes between the two. Mm. Even though they're both written by the same person, the first and final part. Yeah, I have to say, these box sets, they've got some good writers. So this one was two by Matt Fitton and two by Guy Adams. So they're like some of the best Big Finish oh. writers at the moment. Mm. Yeah. I suppose what it could be is at the beginning, Benton hasn't been a soldier for 30 odd years. Mm. Yeah, he was car salesman and pub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> landlord. He's just landlord, yeah. On Civvy Street, and by the end, he's back in the swing of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I suppose it, it makes sense. He seems really competent, though, um, mm. Benton, doesn't he? When you first meet him, although he's quite just running his own little pub, he's got a computer that he tinkers around with mm. up in the loft, he's got the car with a garage yeah, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Mike Yates wouldn't be Mike Yates without saying, Rank have its privileges did he lay on a jeep yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't i just obviously had it to listen to to review for here and it, i had no idea and it was such a lovely surprise mm. to be sitting there listening to yeah. my unit i'm <laughs> glad that they all they wrote it so that all the characters got on it's really mm, easy yes. like when sarah jane came back she didn't get on with Billy, uh, with Rose, first of all, did yeah, she? And yeah. it was kind of nice that actually everyone got on and worked together and got on with the plot. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. And I, 
like the first two, neither Yates or Benton had a greater role, either in the first story or in the latter story. It did become a Benton story or a Yates yeah. story. And then mm. you had Joe on her own bit, which yeah. is quite often mm. how it worked, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly, there'd be a beginning yeah. part of a story where they'd all be in unit and then Joe and the Doctor would go off and, yeah. mm. and do whatever Katie Doctor Manning. and you were going to you know. Yeah, and it's Katie Manning, so it's always nice to get her in do her own thing. Yeah, but that's what I liked about this box. I mean, it was the chance for you know, sort of the old world and the new world to meet. Mm. Well, see where they go next time. Uh, yes. Mm. It would be nice know. to get Bambera into one. Mm. Yeah, it'd be nice. Well, seeing as she's obviously still on active duty. Yeah, yeah. But no, well worth a listen, especially mm. if you like your old two, well worth a listen. Oh, very much so. Lovely people, person. or sorry, person, have been writing to us. Jean, could I could I correct you there? Not a lovely person. Jeff person. in Ann Arbor has been writing to us, <laughs> which written down looks kind of weird. But I'm guessing Ann Arbor is a place and not a person. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> it could be in Ann Arbor and drops no, his H. It's two N's. <laughs> <laughs> I know your spelling can be no, questionable. Arbor, Arbor. It could be Ann Harbor, but he's dropped the H. <laughs> but he ain't a Cockney, as How far do as you I know? know. Because he's in Ann Arbor. Would <laughs> <laughs> you want to read Ann Jeff's Arbor. letter to us? I'll, then? I'll read Jeff's letter. Hello, Jeff. Hello, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Couldn't live somewhere sensible like you, New York, where we can't argue about it. Could you? No. Well, not even being in America. I don't know where it is. Someone hit Google. Someone Google it now. Jeff says, hello, t- uh-oh. Right, I mean, I know, it's been, I know it's been a while, but he's been sitting there patiently oh, oh. for five weeks. It's been quite a while. Mm. Yeah, he's starving from not being praised. Thoroughly irked. He's, mm. he's starving. At, God, look at his hair. I know, it's really got <laughs> ungainly. He's just staring at the mime. Apparently, What's going on? Ann Arbor yeah. is a uh, city in Michigan. So it was an America thing. Yeah. Anyway, hello, hello head, head of Pertwee. Various other bits and pieces. Terence and, uh, yeah. Hello, dragon. Anyway, Jeff. Terrence. In Ann Arbor, which is in Michigan, mm. USA. West of Detroit. West of Detroit, nowhere near New York, correct? <laughs> no, I'm so confident. Your definition near. I it's home, it's Cosmically sprawl- speaking, it's quite close. It's home to the sprawling University of Michigan. Okay, I don't know where that is. He says hello, team. <laughs> hello, Jeff. Hello. hello. Hi. Thanks for discussing 2017 movies in number two eight one. Here are some disappointing 2017 <laughs> movies. Lego Ninjago. The plot was too predictable, the jokes were not funny enough, and I didn't care about the characters. I didn't see that one. I gave that a miss as well. Yeah. Yeah. Atomic Blonde. It was okay. Not really my kind of thing. I wanted to like it because the original story was written by Anthony Johnson from the Incomparable podcast, Link included. I did see that. It was okay. It was like a... Yeah. It wasn't all it could have been. It was like a female version of James Bond, but... Hmm. It was all right. Pitch Perfect 3. What? (laughs) Good music and dancing but dumb and predictable plot Jeff oh. dude <laughs> what were you expecting I, I, I can agree with him on that because I accidentally ended up stuck in a cinema watching this <laughs> how do you accidentally get stuck accidentally walked to the cinema <laughs> accidentally bought her ticket no I bought a ticket to go cinema. and see greatest the, the great showman mm-hmm. sat down in the seat load of other people sat down it started up and I was in the wrong seat she was too <laughs> embarrassed oh, no. and I was like stuck at the end of a Row of about eight kids, oh. and I thought, 
Oh, sod it. I'll sit and watch it. So instead of going, sorry, pardon me, excuse me, wrong film, wrong room, excuse me, I just thought, oh, what the hell, I'm in here because I don't pay for my ticket anyway because I'm having my club card. I had a bit of a snooze or a a boogie? No, actually, I agree with him. It was good music and dancing, but it was a very... (laughs) It was amusing, though, I have to say. It was amusing. What are the chances that one of us would have seen it? Could we? Could you have just pretended to get up to go to the loo or something like that? No, Jeff couldn't have Sorry. <laughs> Here are some 2017 movies I would recommend. Oh, yeah. Darkest Hour. Oh, yes. yes. The an Politicians and the King Who Sent the Fleet to Dunkirk. That was an awesome film. Can I can I put one thing on this Darkest Hour that happened this morning? Uh-huh. You know that there was a load of Oscars won for the Darkest Hour. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. One of them was for the guy that did the makeup. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Okay. Who went to one of the after-show parties, uh-huh. and the guy on the security gate said, I'm sorry, you can't come in. Your name is not on the list. So what would you do when you got an Oscar? Shove it in the face of the security <laughs> guard. Like, does this get me? Yeah. <laughs> Very good work. Yeah. Yep. And then he spent the entire time having selfies with famous actors. Going, would you like a selfie with me and my Oscar? <laughs> American Made. I'm a sucker for dramatized history from the 1980s. Don't, it's, it's okay. I don't think I've seen, that, seen one. that one. That was the Tom Cruise thing about being a CIA. Oh uh, yes, yes. Agent. Baby Driver, which I wanted to see but missed. I don't good. usually like this much blood and realistic violence in movies but heist movies are cool I especially enjoyed action choreographed or edited to the beat of the music yeah the only problem with that film in retrospect is one of the cast members Kevin Spacey oh uh, back when it was on the yeah. cinema we didn't know <laughs> have you seen the new trailer for the House of Cards no I've heard about it it's really good yeah I wonder what they're going to do about Frank Underwood are they going to kill him off or what it turns out the first five series were a dream and she's always been president okay fair enough <laughs> and Shape of Water stars Doug Jones, Saru from Discovery, as the mm-hmm. creature. I've not seen that. I haven't seen it We've, yet. We saw that, and it was a beautiful film. And um, what's her name? Sophie Hawkins? Is it Sophie uh, Hawkins? Not Sophie, I she, think. Something Hawkins. Something Hawkins. She was genius. She was absolutely brilliant. But ten minutes in, Keith and I whispered the same thing to each other because we'd worked out what would happen. Uh, and that was a huge disappointment. Uh, yeah, I like working, thinking I've worked out what's going to happen and then being proved wrong. Yeah. But we got, got it spot on first time and I think an awful lot of other people would as well. Oh dear. Uh, that's a shame. Riff Tracks Live. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who, The Five Doctors, great fun. Maybe this is not technically a movie, but it was an event I saw in a movie theatre in 2017. <laughs> I'm suspecting that's a bit like a, a bit talk, local talk back thing you know they show yeah. it and everyone does the lines I think and they did record stuff. it I think it is out there yeah it's Sally Hawkins by the way Sally Hawkins yeah The Post brilliant oh that was great fantastic yeah. I saw it in 2018 but it is nominated for the 2017 Oscars I want to know what Karen thinks of the journalist heroes portrayed in this film I thought it was very satisfying I'm I'm envious of the resources they had on offer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I nothing has changed. The the cub reporters are always sent out to do the dirty work initially, and then have the big stories taken from them. So nothing's changed. Yes. And the bit where um he's sitting in the newsroom and the presses start up. When mm-hmm. I first started at the County Times, the press was still yeah, in, in the, the basement, basement yeah. of the building, mm-hmm. and nothing to that extreme. But it's a very distinctive feeling when the building just goes jodder. <laughs> <laughs> Are you now one of the big fish that steals the stories from the little underlings? No, I'm a nice person. <laughs> Get out! All right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a film, film, film title. Okay. 
if Good you film. haven't seen this movie yet, go and watch it before someone spoils it. Don't look for a trailer or a review. Oh, I like one. that. That's a bit scary. Yeah, no, I've not. Really? Is it a horror? Which kind of. Who, who's in it? What's his face from... Oh, uh, him. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh, no spoilers here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Get Out sounds like it's... Got to be a horror movie, yeah. Daniel Kaluuya. It was at one time potentially up to be the Doctor. Uh, Uh, Along with about 57,000 other people. Yeah, Bradley (laughs) Whitford. He goes along, black guy, he goes along with his white girlfriend to her parents out in uh, the sticks in rural America. And there's a slight tension about the fact that they're a mixed couple. Is it Uh, set currently? Yeah, it is set modern day. And it's all a bit weird, this atmosphere, and then it gets stranger. Uh, They have helpers, slaves almost, uh, who seem very vacant and it's... Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So it's a bit like sci-fi. Yeah. It's really. more than just in-rooted racism. There's more to it than that. Yeah. It's sort Ooh. of an examination of that, but uh, okay. it's really interesting stuff. Really good. Sounds more so not necessarily a horror, but a psychological. Yeah. There's a, there's, yeah. There are a couple of moments of horror, but uh, mm. it's not too okay. bad. And wow. the last one from Jeff is Coco. I can't believe you guys didn't discuss Coco. Did none of you watch it? You nope. should. Not yet. I have. The characters and the music are wonderful. Some of the fantasy elements of the plot don't make too much sense. <laughs> Relax and enjoy it. Don't think about it too carefully. Bring extra hankies. Coco was frigging brilliant. Trailers look good. It's you. You know what it's. Yeah. It's a. It's about a, a little boy who goes to the the, the land, of, land the dead, of the dead, essentially, yeah. and it's just wonderful. There's a whole section of it with the artist Frida Kahlo. Oh yes, is that how you pronounce her yes. name? Yeah, Loser. and she was a she was an amazing woman. She um was parallel. Well, she was extremely ill at, as a child. She had was it tuberculosis. I think so. She ended up in a wheelchair. She then she had to she had to lose a leg. Oh um, wow! Because mm-hmm. she, she was though. she was in a horrific accident and yeah she basically crippled herself. And she was she took up art because she loved art, but. You know, not a lot else that she could do flat on her back, and she was one of the best. Oh, okay. But the whole the whole thing is it's beautiful, really is absolutely beautiful, and yet yeah, you will blub like a waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Pixar, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. That's all from Jeff in Ann Arbor, which is in Michigan, USA, yeah. nowhere near New York. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thanks, Jeff. Jeff. Yes. Thank, Thank you, Jeff. You, yeah. At yeah. that very specific location. <laughs> We'd like to hear from more of you, because quite frankly, Jeff is doing a good job here, but he can't be expected to do everything. We mm. had to pad out the letter section yes. by talking over it a lot. We did, yes. <laughs> yes we did. But you can remedy this by writing to us at show... At... Staggering. Dot. Net. Keith, next time you're going to have to stop miming because you need to be saying the words. What mm. word does he need to say? Stories. Yeah, yeah, open book thing. Yes, but you can't see that. (laughs) Okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) To envisage it. Lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, this brings us to the end of another podcast. Ah. Well, never fear. Okay, we won't. Might be quicker than five weeks between the recording. (laughs) In the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun for... It's been so long, you forgot what to say. Fun, frivolity (laughs) and jollity. That's my bit. Go on. (laughs) And never fear. In the next one, there'll be more of the same. More More Keith. Oh, extra Keith. Yeah. Yeah. More voice. Mm. Yeah, maybe I have to speak. More fun frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So until that... M for mime. 
monumental mountain of mushed up malevolent <laughs> mice with Maggots. mystery cheese <laughs> mucus in their mouths. <laughs> Maleficently. Malevolently. I said melancholy. Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Yeah. <laughs> melancholy. 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 You would have a dose of the flu or even pleurisy if you didn't have your fit in your wellies. So melancholy. Just get dived in here in the next podcast, isn't he? Oh dear. Comes meandering towards Menacingly. us. Menacingly. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. Goodbye. Ooh. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, that Keith. was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. That's very well mind, really. Bit rude. Yeah. You've been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, Episode 283, starring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Karen Dunn, Gene Riddler, and Scott Fuller, and Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. The extra W is for wanker. I'm sorry, Scott, but I've never, I haven't done this for years, and you're going to be the victim, okay? Right. I just need to wipe my tears. <laughs> Karen, yes. that made my left eye water. It hasn't done that since before the op. <laughs> Aww. Okay, are we ready for this one? Hang about, he's still mopping. Let me get this coat off. Now he's stripping. Yeah, we'll see your clothes off. Hold on to this, Keith. Right. <coughs> hang, on, hang on, card has got to come off. Oh, <laughs> you are sex on legs. Let me sit over there burping a little heart out. <laughs> What's him? <laughs> He's a burp triloquist. Throws <laughs> <laughs> his burps. Yes, this podcast believes in equality. Dude, you are like 50 years old. You should not be burping into the microphone. You are not eight. Karen. And you're not yet old enough to do... Oh, for God. Karen, yes. this place believes in equality. We sit here and burp all the time. Oh, <laughs> you're my fault. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Not just perception. Oh, I'm lucky I'm not sitting there. <laughs> I've got to explain this to Jane. I have a bruise on my arm. Because Karen was doing her BDSM on me. <laughs> Not again. Well, you know, it's Monday. Make a good dom. <laughs> dom. Dom. Dick and dom. That's <laughs> What would your name be? Sort of mistress... Some, something mistress of pain Karen <laughs> <laughs> Madame Karen Stop it now No silliness Mistress of pain <laughs> Dude One of our work experience kids Proved his worth well, he's, he's, a, he's actually an apprentice Shouldn't call him that Someone asked me about the geek room And how it was going And I said oh it's going, going really well And this kid went 
The geek room? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's filled with everything geeky I can think of. It's got, oh, a blue plaque dedicated to John Pertwee. You don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, he was the third Doctor Who. Oh, I love you. <laughs> so I, wa- I want him to have a job. What? What? <laughs> What's he done to you, my precious? He's given me a moomy birthday card. <laughs> you. Bastards! <laughs> he did the same thing to me for Christmas. I'm forming a self-help group if you'd like to join us. Yes. <laughs> it's now the time to admit to Crumbly that after a quick and extremely dubious Google search, I found Moomin porn. Oh, really? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me at all. Oh, I have actually work, seen some. Yeah. Rule 34. Actually, I think you you drew this stuff. <laughs> I never knew it existed, actually. <laughs> You're not forgiven for the cheese. You will never be forgiven. <laughs> the fact, the mocking I got from work. So what sort was so it? it well, it was a fine. mystery cheese. It was a mystery cheese. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what it was. Ooh. And you ate some. <laughs> yeah. You were the only one that ate some. <laughs> Probably been at the back of the fridge for ages. <laughs> I assume the blue veins were good. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> <they> were... not. <laughs> oh, that was that was an interestingly colourful and painful night. <laughs> oh dear. Ooh. The weird thing about going to South Africa, first thing I see in the uh, arrivals hall where you're queuing up to do yeah. your immigration, huge posters of Matt Smith everywhere. Really? And Claire Foyle. For the Crown. For the Crown. Oh, and wow. Netflix. And then when I went to the waterfront in Cape Town, first thing I saw a big screen of Gillen. <laughs> a trainer for Jumanji. We arranged that just for you. Well, literally, first I looked at the screen, it was her. <laughs> <laughs> I was being followed by Doctor Who. Is your eye all right? You keep rubbing it. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm really worried I've broke your eye. No, no, it's fine.